This is All Things Therapy, where we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy podcast. I'm Lisa Tahir, your host. And I just welcome you from wherever you're listening or watching and invite you to reach out to me if you are looking for a therapist to practice with, to work on issues. I really love helping you to find your happiness in ways you haven't even imagined yet. That's been an experience in my life journey as things unfold and I learn to give myself permission to be happy, to be happier, to be wealthier, to be, to have more love in my life, that it really is about our mindset and what we believe is true for us. And I invite you to learn more about my work at nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles therapy. You'll find links to all things therapy podcast, to my book, The Chiron Effect, teaching you how to heal your deepest core wounds and vulnerabilities through empathy and self-forgiveness. I think forgiveness is really first and foremost for us. And from that place, we're able to extend it to others in an authentic way that actually feels good instead of like something we're told we should or must do. It comes from your heart overflowing with having empathy and compassion for yourself. You just start to see people in a new and different light. So I invite you to just go to nolatherapy.com and check all of those offerings out. I have really unique guests today, two women whose podcast I was on last week, and I'm delighted to introduce to you the hosts of Flow Space Podcast. Check out their podcast. It's everywhere. You can listen to podcasts, iTunes, etc. Jerica and Deandra are the founders of flowspacewellness.com, and they teach that our intuition is what fuels our wellness. And when a misalignment arises in our life, be it an emotional misalignment, a physical misalignment, it's an opportunity to dig in and uncover what lies beneath the surface of our emotions and our experience. And the services that they offer through Flow Space Wellness focus on improving mindfulness to bring clarity, increase productivity, and peace into your everyday life. They offer holistic health coaching, yoga, meditation, Reiki healing, and sound healing experiences. And with that, I'm going to bring Jerrica and Deandra into the stream. Welcome. Thank you, Lisa. We're so excited to be here. I'm so happy to have you both on. I loved being on Flow Space podcast last week. And I'm wondering, where do you want to start today with our audience? Is there something you kind of woke up with to to lead with? I think uh, what you just, how you described um, Flow Space Wellness was really encompassing. And it's just shedding that importance and light on how we have the tools to create our reality and to enhance our experience as long as we're connected to our intuition and we follow that. I love that. 
Yeah, and we would love to speak about our mission, prioritizing the well-being of the future. And this includes mastering the art of being, identifying old, outdated patterns and habits with our personal belief systems and working to rewire our thought process towards a healthier, more aligned way of being. So how do you start with this process and why is it important even to prioritize um, mastering the art of being and, and these things that you just mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. And how it starts can honestly look different for everybody. Um, I know for my personal journey, it started after sort of a trauma um, experience that led me to wanting to bring more peace and clarity into my life. And again, it can look so different for everybody, but having that nudge or that urge or the want to be able to live a really happy, grounded, peaceful life that's the motivation you need. And then that's really the first step because once you have that inner nudge and that inner desire, you start taking the steps to learn different practices to incorporate wellness and make that a priority in your life. Yeah, and it's so important prioritizing the well-being of the future because that's where we're heading. Mm -hmm. We value cultivating practical tools and resources that are easily applicable and accessible to secure the quality of life for the days to come. And that journey for me began with meditation, um, having that inner nudge, as Jerrica said, um, fuel my path and guide me to explore meditation as a daily practice and see where that um, took me, which has arrived, which has taken me to where I am today and cultivating other practices um, like mindfulness and self-awareness of my thought patterns throughout my day um, and how I can utilize that awareness to improve them. Yeah. And then just to tie into mastering the art of being, um, although mastering the art of being focuses on the very present moment, being here in the now, well-being is very important and essential for our our lives, right? So we do have to focus on the well-being of our future. And the well-being of our past, the well-being of the present, and the well-being of the future is super essential for the timeline of humanity. And in order to move forward towards this space of healthier, more unified society, we need to place a a level of importance on surrounding the well-being of our mental health, our physical bodies, our energetic bodies. And as long as we keep that goal in mind, we're going to continue moving forward while being in the present, in the now. We will also work to make sure that our futures are healthier, are stronger, are more secured for us. So what I hear you saying, and tell me if this is accurate, that when we're present and working on right now in this day that I am in on on my mental health, on my physical health, on my energetic health, and I'm going to ask you both to shed some more light on those three specific areas that you focus on in your work, that that is what prepaves a future of, of increased health. Is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm a big believer that everything begins in the energetics before it's manifested into the physical. So recognizing where the energies lie within the self is super important because it will determine in how that come forward in our external world and how it can surface even within the physical body as disease, discomfort or happiness, joy, lightfulness within. Yeah. 
I say agree. more. Yeah, say more about the energetic body because I, I as well know that things start in the unseen and it's it's like embodying that emotionally, really being able to feel in to the future we want to live in. But help, can you break it down in a way? Because some people, I know I wasn't raised or taught that that's how things are created. It's kind of like you just go out and start doing and hope it comes your way. And can you get a little more specific onto the nature of, of creation? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when we refer to the energetic body, it's beyond, it's our essence. It's beyond what this physical form is showing. Um, around us, we have aura. Our energy spreads upwards, outwards, below us. Um, it's a feel of electricity, almost energy surrounding us. And as we move about our days, different emotions that you experience or that other people are experiencing around you can impact your energetic field. So let's say you are in traffic and you get frustrated because you're going to be late to wherever you're going. There's a hit to your energetic body, as well as all of the drivers around you in that traffic who might be frustrated as well. Mm. So it's like getting um, your clothes dirty. You know, after you go and play in the mud, you have to wash your clothes. You have to take a shower. So you have to place that same kind of importance on your energetic health as well. Again, not only your emotions, but because we live in this collective society, the emotions of others can stick to our energetic field. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's recognizing where the source of the energetics um, come from. Is it our own experience that we are um, festering in mm -hmm. or is it the experiences of those around us? So um, having that importance on the energetic body is super important for that reason because it helps increase self-awareness and mindfulness of the self, which allows us to take accountability for the experiences that we have instead of maybe um, projecting or blaming and realizing that the energies are at play before um, our physical energies, our physical worlds are colliding together. You know, I think what you're saying is so important there because I've had experiences of where I get up and and I feel fine. Like I feel really good. And then all of a sudden I'll have a negative emotion, an emotion, and it kind of lingers. And I've started to, you know, really tie that to it's not, it's not coming from me. It's related to someone else that say I really um, have been closely connected with you know, and, and learning how can we learn what's ours emotionally and energetically and what someone or something else is so we can like, you know, like separate from that and release ourselves from that. Because I think a lot of what we feel is coming from some other source and it can be so helpful to understand how to work with that in the now. Yeah, that's a really good question because um, once you have that awareness, you can then establish boundaries for yourself, these energetic boundaries and remain in your own experience. But to identify what exactly is your energy or maybe you're picking up energy from someone you're close to past, um, you know, generational energy that can stick to us or um, just strangers that you might come across, you can ask yourself, what is the root of this emotion that I'm feeling? And you really have to be present with the self so that you're connected to that intuition and you allow whatever the energy shows you to come up into your heart space. So it can look like sitting with yourself with your eyes closed, feeling into that emotion, you know, is this anger, or this sadness that I'm feeling, is it mine? If it is mine, where does it come from? 
Where is this living inside of my body? What triggered me to experience this feeling? And then once you gain clarity from those answers, based on listening to your own intuition, you will know how to move forward to let go of those feelings that don't belong to you. Yeah. And it can be as simple as saying um, an affirmation to the self with um, full belief in it. Like, I release all that is not mine. I call all my energy back to myself that has been lingering or um, dancing with other energies. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, I wanted to ask you both as well, where did Flow Space Wellness come from? And then Flow Space Podcast, how did you both create both of these things? Yeah, um, so Flow Space, actually, we were just speaking about this a few days ago. Okay. It happened, we started writing a book and we were writing down all of our intentions and our desires, working through manifesting. Um, we each had a journal and we were writing word for word the same thing that we wanted to cultivate. And we were speaking, why is this important? It was during the pandemic when we feel that mental health needed attention, the well-being of society needed attention based on what was going on around us. And trying to cultivate that safe space for people to focus on their mental health, be it uh, through meditation, mindfulness meditations, just ways to calm the energetics and the physical body because of all of the stress going on around us. And having these conscious conversations with one another, um, speaking about ways to be able to calm the self when you feel that the moment of chaos is never ending. We were like, you know, this is medicine in our conversations and it flows so naturally. It's us just tapping into our higher selves and allowing the messages to flow through us. And that's where flow space was um, born out of. Just a pure understanding that if we found resonance with the stories that we were sharing with one another, then there was others out there who may receive some medicine from what we have to share because we're big believers in um, the power and medicine of storytelling, that the most powerful thing we can do is share our experience because it will empower, it will ignite something within others. Yes. And so share with our audience the services that you offer. I know I briefly kind of went over them. What what do you all love, you know, engaging with and working with people in your offerings? Yeah, I think um, so we offer we hand make some body care products. So we are them. Yeah, they look delicious. Yeah. And that's a big focus of ours as well, because like thing, our skin is our biggest organ. So we want to make sure we're bringing the wellness to our physical body. So we hand make um, all of our body care products. It includes body butters, body oils, lip balms, um, bug sprays, and they're all organic, natural, no chemicals added. It's really good. We did lots of research to make sure that we were using the best ingredients. Um, Hand sanitizer too, I saw, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's again, that's then because of the pandemic, we saw so many people using these hand sanitizers that were filled with lots of chemicals Mm -hmm. and we wanted to have an alternate healthier option. Yeah. And we wanted to emphasize the importance of taking a holistic approach to well-being that it doesn't only, um, begin or end in the energetics, but also in the physical and also having practical tools that we are able to utilize. Um, So other services that we offer is a mind-body energy workshop where we focus on the mind, the body, and the energy with practical tools 
that um, anyone who attends can take away with them to to further implement and hopefully create a curiosity to seek further. Mm -hmm. Um, We also offer community sound baths and um, one-on-one sound baths as well. That's awesome. You know, what you were both saying uh, wants me to dig a little deeper with both of you about rewiring our thought processes because people tend to wake up and create based on what they're familiar with. You know, we wake up and kind of expect today to be much like yesterday and the day before and the year before. And again, I I know from being a therapist and being a human being, we have those dreams, like that vision of what we'd love our life to be or the vacation we want to take. But it's kind of like, I think we sometimes might even put that aside or tell ourselves not to reach for that because you know, we don't know how to create that or make it happen. And so how can we start to really re- rewire our thought processes to invite in, to become the person to, to live that dream life, have those experiences and really create what we deeply want to live, you know, versus what's always been. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, this is a huge one because like this, it can um, really make or break the life that you want to have for yourself because it's like, do you fall back into comfortability and just continue with the old habits and patterns that you're used to? Or do you take the time, the energy, the effort and the awareness to say, okay, what what are my belief systems? You know, what do I actually believe that hasn't just been imposed upon me? And as we grow, you know, our parents, society, they can impose different belief systems to us. And we might think that that's normal or that's okay or that's the way of doing something. But again, when you tune into your intuition and you have that strong connection with the self, your higher self, uh, you know what feels right for you and what doesn't feel right for you. You get these nudges and it's always trusting and going deep within the self what is this nudge or this reaction I'm getting? What is this trying to tell me? And a reaction doesn't have to be some grand, crazy reaction. It can be super subtle. But that's why being very present in the moment and being connected to yourself, your intuition is important. Because when you get these subtle reactions, it might look like a chill on your arm, or it might be like your hair stands up, you know, something super soft. Or you might feel a pain in your chest or you might feel butterflies in your stomach. You know, you can feel so many different reactions. It's like, okay, yeah. what is what is my self trying to tell myself about this exact thing that I'm involved in or this belief or, you know, whatever I'm doing? So that's like the step to start uh, rewiring the brain because once you have that awareness of maybe this isn't true to myself, this is not my authentic self. You can start exploring again by asking the self questions, sitting in meditation, sitting with the self. What do I believe? What is true to me? 
And this is a daily practice, moment by moment. It's not something that I have found in my personal experience um, just because I've gained awareness of this understanding that it's now easy to just live from this space always. So on a more practical level, recognizing after um, taking the steps that Jerrica so beautifully outlined, it's recognizing the thought that I'd like to change, not yeah. identifying with the thought as my truth, and recognizing that it's simply a story that I've been telling myself and speaking with myself, knowing, is this my truth? If it's not my truth, then what is it? And working from that space to really cultivate um, the thought processes that we would like to that align with what is honest and authentic for ourselves. And that's why it's a daily practice because of all of the deep programming that um, we experience just as human beings in this collective experience with others around us. Yeah. And I just want to add on to the storytelling, these narratives that we have in our mind that we attach to mm-hmm. um, the rewiring. It's really working through those narratives. You know, it's telling the self in a very gentle, compassionate way. Although this is a story that I've attached to and that I I've made myself think I believe in it. It's not true to me. It's not my story. And then you can gently and start re, um, rewiring your story, you know, identifying what is your story? What is my authentic self? What do I want to bring forward in my life? What do, and also what comes up now is like not having the attachment to the story, mm-hmm. knowing that that story, whatever it is in that moment, it's subject to change based on what you believe in. So freeing yourself of those attachments to maybe past traumas or trust. Uh, past experiences will help the rewiring begin. And to go a little further on the story, because once ago, that was an abstract concept Mm -hmm. for me to understand and understand. Having a story is something that surfaces within that every time um, the same type of trigger surfaces, uh, the mind begins to spiral and saying XYZ is, is currently taking place. And is it actually, you know, like, is the trigger actually surfacing the experience that our mind is telling us, or is it just simply the mind? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's that self-awareness and of what our inner dialogue is that I, I am keying in on you both speaking about and how significant and important it is to take a time out to really start to notice our thoughts, to really start to pay attention when I'm feeling good what am I thinking about right now and have that awareness. And then when I'm not feeling good, when I'm feeling bad, upset, you know, rejected, angry, what am I thinking about? Because it's always connected to a thought, to a story, to what we're making our experience mean often about ourselves and our worthiness and our deservability and to really stop and interrupt that thought loop and reject it. Like I've learned as an adult, we don't have to believe every thought we're having. I didn't know that was true at some point in my life. And it's like, no, do I want to keep believing that? Well, hell no. What do I want to believe instead? And really, like I would spend time writing down, I want to believe, you know, that money shows up for me, that I'm worthy of love, for example. And like, you start to then meditate on that. Like, you know, money showing up for me, what does that feel like? And it's like, oh, I can pay my bills with ease. Like I can go buy that. And you start to, in my experience, that's when the reprogramming of your mind starts where you start to feel like a little excited about this possibility. Can you both speak to that? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like what comes up right now with what you're saying is to remember that instant gratification doesn't mean that you're making progress or not making progress. Because as you were saying, you can write down like your, um, you know, you're manifesting, you're writing down what you want to bring into your life, you're rewiring the brain to start thinking in that way, as opposed to a lack mindset, meaning, okay, right now, I don't have money for bills, or I don't have this. Um, But if tomorrow something doesn't change, don't lose the hope, you know, keep on with your practices because everything takes time to grow. So as much as those um, like low vibrational thoughts might be programmed in your mind or the lack mentality, you need time to allow the mind and the energetic body to heal from that way of thinking to grow into that positive abundance mindset. So that's what came up when you were um, sharing your story about writing down. Yeah, and the importance of the quality of our self-talk when going through these moments of wanting to deeply rewire and reprogram the self, Mm -hmm. um, you know, speaking from a, a, a space of capability of I am capable of whatever it is that I want to bring forward for myself and not succumbing to, oh, no, this is really hard to um, achieve. Um, You know, no one in my family has done this before, like creating these limitations and identifying with them as truth. So really recognizing the quality of the conversations that we have with ourselves and holding the same grace, compassion and love that we have with others for the self. Mm -hmm. And I really like what you just said, Deandra, because it highlights the importance of not attaching to those old stories, giving yourself that opportunity to make a change and believing that that change is possible to come as long as you want it and believe it so in your heart space. Yeah. And having the grace that even if we fall off track and fall back to old patterns, it's okay. It's part of the process. Nothing Mm -hmm. is linear in this experience. And the instant gratification is something to also be reminded of that, you know, nothing is not everything, especially grand things, especially things that have been so deeply rooted and have taken root over many years is going to instantly change and be uprooted the next day. You know, the same way it took time to cultivate these deep programmings, it may take time to also rewire them. Maybe not as long of a time as it took to plant them because, you know, that can be a little discouraging, but just recognizing that, you know, it may not go zero to a hundred as we would like it to. Mm-hmm. You know, Jarek and Deandra, as you're talking, I'm thinking about the importance of we need to celebrate ourselves more because even noting that we're having a negative or fear-based thought that's causing us to feel bad and taking the the effort in the moment to identify what I want to believe instead and like taking your time to thoughtfully think about that, meditate on that. And then it give it does give an, em- an immediate emotional boost, which is a manifestation. And a positive emotion is a manifestation that we're on course for what we want. And we need to celebrate that every day about ourselves. Like, wow, look at how I'm thinking differently. Like, look what I'm reaching to believe. Because I think otherwise, it feels like this endless work and journey that's drudgery and it's not like I think I know healing can be more fun healing can be more exciting that you know it can be like just that you are courageous enough to to dare to believe something new you know and trust the evidence is going to show like that's worth celebrating and that's something I've started to focus on in my life and with clients is like let's really uh 
spend time in the in this really wonderful feeling and emotion that we've created based upon thinking new thoughts. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it's in in really savoring the juiciness of those moments that propels us forward. And when um, new adversity surface in our life, we are able to be reminded of the rewards yes. that we have been able to reap. Yeah. And something I do that I find helps um, live from that space of gratitude, celebrating those small wins, is daily journaling um, by starting my sentence for today I am grateful for. Mm -hmm. And even if it's the smallest thing, you know, it's again, not having that comparison mindset, not going based on what society considers successful. It's what is my personal success? What am I super proud that I showed up today doing? Or am I even just proud for breathing in this moment? It's eliminating all of those high level achievements and really honing in on personal success and just being grateful for every little thing. Yeah, because trying to be better than the moment Mm -hmm. previous, you know, within ourselves, like setting that standard within the self and not letting it come from an external factor. Absolutely. So I'm wondering, Jerrica and Deandra, how would you like to conclude our episode and leave our audience, our viewers and listeners with? Yeah, I feel I would love to encourage the viewers and the listeners to sit with yourself, sit with yourself for a minute, you know, dedicate some time and space and grace so that you can go within, ask yourself some check-in questions, see, are you at the space where you want to be? Do you have to take any action steps to get towards a space that you would love to be? And just sit with the self and sees what sees uh, what comes up for you. Allow the intuition to lead the way. If you're not sure what intuition is, I highly encourage you to do some research. And that research is within the self. Take a deep breath, close your eyes and ask yourself, what is my intuition? Allow my intuition to speak to me. And then just listen, listen deeply and try to quiet the mind as much as you can. If thoughts come up, it's okay because you're a human being. Thoughts are always in our mind. But just give yourself that opportunity and see where it takes you. And as much as we aspire to achieve the future that we desire, all the gifts that exist for that future are in the present. So being mastering the art of being is recognizing that the presence of the moment is what's going to propel us to all the realities that we desire for ourselves. That's beautiful, Deandra. Thank you and Jerrica for taking your time today. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been such a pleasure. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, and I just want to encourage y'all watching and listening to go check out Flow Space podcast. I gave a written review, and these reviews are so important. So please go and rate and review Flow Space podcast and tune in. Thank you. Thank you. That concludes today's show. Thank you for taking your time and go rate and review all things therapy. It helps so much. Reach out to me for sessions at nolatherapy.com and I will be with you next week. All of my love. And that's a wrap. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all things therapy on the platform you're listening from. And let's connect on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at NOLA Therapy, the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy.
reflecting my two favorite cities. And let's keep changing consciousness, one conversation at a time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.